Welcome to the Macomb Israel Teacher's Lounge podcast, where we connect students and listeners to what's happening in Israel and give you insight behind the headlines. I am your host, Michael Unterberg, here this week with co-host Benji Davis. How's it going, Benji? It's going great. How are you, Mike? I'm all right. Good That's to see good to you, hear. On, at least on Zoom. And today we have a special guest who listeners will be thrilled to hear from. With our special election update episode, news-breaking podcast episode, Benji, would you introduce our special guest? Our guest. He's a rabbi. He's a teacher. He's a learner. He's a mensch. And he's a former host of this podcast, Alan Goldman. Hi, Alan. How are you? Oh, very well, Benji. I really didn't know what to do with that introduction, so... Because <laughs> I didn't, I was trying to make sure that yours was an okay, Mike, as you usually I was going to say, okay, Benji. So I, I was going to say, eh, given the political situation in this country, I was going to say, eh. Eh is okay. Well, eh I don't know about eh. It's at least interesting. Everything going on now is really, really interesting. And I will say, I, before we get into explaining what's going I think on it now, poorly you for know, my democracy. students and so many people... Well, I disagree, but we'll, we'll get to that unpacking it in a minute. But all, everything that my, you know, my students and, and so many people who have talked to me keep saying, we're just going to keep going, cycle to the next election, next election. And I said, we will till something changes. And things always do change. So at least it looks like this time is different. So even if you're not happy with what's going on, I think you got to be a little bit happy with different. I actually think personally opinion wise it's not a bad thing it's a good thing but let's break down what exactly is going on the headline is that Yair Lapid who the president has given the right to form a coalition for the next government of Israel notified the president last night before the midnight deadline although actually Likud is now suing to say that seven o'clock was the deadline and he missed the deadline because that's what because, what the president gave it at 7 p.m. 28 days ago, so Likud is now suing that they missed the deadline because it's only 24-hour cycles, <laughs> not midnight on the last day. Hmm. It's not going to yeah. go anywhere, but that's life. Uh, the, that doesn't the, make sense because yeah. Bibi got the first mandate. No way it was at 11.59 p.m. Nobody ever paid attention to that ever. Let's not waste their time on this. Let's not waste just, their time on this. Okay. Yeah, they're throwing everything but the kitchen sink. Uh, but basically, it's a very strange coalition. It's a unprecedented coalition of eight parties with vastly different perspectives and issues and ideologies, which are united on the simple issue of we don't want uh, Benjamin Netanyahu to be the prime minister anymore. Or and, uh, we want we a government no matter what. Without going to another round of elections where Correct. we just keep locked in this cycle. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. Uh, that's a good addition to the point that they're not just trying to get rid of people; they're trying to break the lock. Okay, so who wants to start explaining the different parties in this coalition that are very strange bedfellows, uh, who you wouldn't expect to work together? There are eight parties, yes. I believe. There are eight. Eight of the thirteen. Why don't we? Uh, we'll do one by one by one. We'll do like a popcorn or a rotation. We'll do a rotatia cool. of explaining. <laughs> <laughs> it's a coalition episode of the podcast. So the three question people is though, vastly what, different. But who yeah. do you start off with? Do we start off with yes. Yashati, the- who was the one that informed the president Al Yadi right, that they have the 
government, or yeah. is it Naftali Bennett, who supposedly would be prime minister, well, but perhaps two of his seven members of his party might Let's not start with the Ashatid under Yair Lapid, which has which the president gave the right. Who wants to explain so what I'd, they're doing and why they're doing it? I'll do it since it's the most recent voter of Yeshatid on the podcast, I believe. Alan, did you share who you voted for in the recent election? I can't remember. I, I have with people. On this podcast? I don't do know. our listeners I don't know? know? I don't think so. On the podcast, right? So you want to no. share? Yeah. No, okay, fine. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, ugh, you're not a good podcaster. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Yeshatid's a centrist party. Um, but your ear lapid is absolutely committed to in his um, it seems to be his political identity uh, is to restore Israeli democracy, get rid of the corruption, that's kind of been his thing since he entered politics, like a clean politics and he sees Bibi as the main instigator of not having clean politics and he also has aspirations you know, to lead the country in the future and especially to cement himself as the leader of the non-right wing, the centrist bloc center left voters and etc and he sees the political map that there's, yes He's the alternative to Benjamin Netanyahu, but only with 17 seats. There's not enough in the center-left, even if they combine with the Arab parties. And so the only way to replace Netanyahu would most likely to be with someone from the right. So therefore, even though he was given um, the mantle, the mandate to form a government, he says, okay, I'm going to put this all together, uh, and I'm going to do it, I'm going to put all the pieces together, but the only way I can do it is, unfortunately for him, I can't be the prime minister just yet, and that's quite a move for any politician um, uh, to make. And so while he's been putting the coalition together, the final piece of the puzzle was always waiting for when would Naftali Bennett be ready to divorce publicly from Bibi Netanyahu. Of the uh, Yamina Party. The Yamina Party, which only happened um, a few days ago. And so that's what uh, Yair Lapid has been doing. So this is kind of the first time, really, and the questions... There's lots of questions about our democracy, and I think there's lots of pros and lots of cons about it, but essentially the person that has put this coalition together will actually not be the one leading it. Right. Won't be the, won't be, won't be the head of the, of the government. But, but Although we could say he's the main the co-op and the power behind it. the first two years, again, if it, rotation if, government. If it lasts two years and if three months. If it lasts months, a month, I mean, that it will be, be a miracle. Right, right. But if it I lasts it, the full term, then he'll be prime minister in two years. Right. I mean, I think it lasts as long as Bibi is still in politics. Once he leaves politics, there's no reason for the, the coalition to exist. Yeah, I have, a, um, I have a different opinion, but okay. Okay. Do we want to keep... Okay, so uh, let's, yeah, let's keep going to the parties. Who okay, wants to yeah. do Naftali Bennett and Yamina? What are they doing and why? Alan, please. Uh, so uh, actually, I would go with the next one would be Gantz's party. I would go because they're going nowhere. Okay. Okay, they're actually enough. this go next... Ahead. Biggest party, I believe. Um, Kohol Levan, Blue and White, eight seats. came with eight seats, which is the next biggest party, which for some people felt was the you know the surprise horse of the of the election. Benny Gantz, who went into the last uh, last um, government, leave you know breaking the the coalition between with the air There were predictions and, he wouldn't make yeah. it, make it even into the government. He wouldn't even exactly. get four seats. And he became within right uh, in within the non-religious parties the because the Haredim got more some of them, but uh, the third biggest party. Um, and uh, he was supposed to have a rotation with uh, with Bibi for this government, but Bibi of course you know disbanded the government. We went to elections. Um, and he garnered eight seats, which is pretty impressive, which means that he has a lot of support out there. Um, 
in many ways, and he has accepted, I mean, I would say humbly, he has accepted his position. I mean, mm-hmm. he's staying as defense minister, which makes sense. Defense which makes sense yeah. because he's, uh, he's a former, uh, you know, um, uh, chief of staff. Yeah, head, head of the, the army, army chief of yeah. staff. Um, I actually happened that my uh, 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 friend of mine who was over for Shabbos lunch was, uh, was his chayal, was his soldier in, in, in uh, Shaldag, the, the Air Force commandos. And he said he was an amazing commander. He was a great, great commander, and I think people respect him. And I wouldn't say he fell on any swords, but you know, he appropriately garnered eight seats. Is getting the defense ministry, and is going to be an important, I think, an important part of this coalition. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and I also think he's strengthening his 100%. political brand and identity of mm-hmm. wanting to get to work and continuing to work. Why his party asked for the same ministry it holds, so they're right. going to have defense, culture, immigrant absorption, and exactly. then maybe agriculture, tourism. I don't remember what the other ones were, if they've even come out with it yet, but as in he's solidifying himself as a stable, centrist, getting to work, Ex- that can really identify with a lot of Israelis. And it's a different brand than Yeshatid centrism. As in, there's, I think there's two streams of centrism that is represented by Yeshatid uh, and Gantz's party. Uh, and it makes sense that they would sit together. And who knows in future elections if the if Gantz will become more popular than Yer Lapid or vice versa. But I think they're here to stay for the long run in Israeli politics. Absolutely right. I mean, when they used to be together, it's because they're they're both ideologically similar, but also like they're they're both in this problem solver mode. What would you say is the difference though between the two? Yeah, you're, you're saying yeah, they're not exactly first of all, the same I think center it's personalities. Yer Lapid comes from mm-hmm. a journalist background, kind of media popular populist background. And Benny Gantz comes from Establishment Army, which is a; those are di- very different, um, you know, personas and brandings. I, I th- Benny Gantz represents a much bigger tent of Israelis yes. than you're looking. Because of that, I think. Because I think of Benny that. Gantz. Because of- can be inclusive of nearly all Israelis in a way that your your Lapid, you know, he's never going to get rid of that anti-Haredi part of his political identity. So Mm -hmm. Gantz really could be a prime minister here from the center. He has good relationships with the Haredi and they respect him. Uh, Even if your Lapid has been softer in the Haredi and vice versa, the Haredi have like, maybe, maybe Lapid, maybe, maybe, maybe. It's not really going to happen. Um... So Lapid, I, would I think, represents that. kind of this upper middle class, uh, you know, centrist, that, the very, you know, secular cities like Hoda Sharon, Mata Sharon, you know, the, it's the upper middle class. I, would, voters. I, I, I think Gantz is much more, the you know, there's the Kibbutznik and the Moshevnik, Moshevnikim, but and also just kind of your standard bearer Israeli that I think can identify with Gantz in a way that they look at Lapid, journalists from Ramad Aviv, they look at Gantz as something different. Right. But I think a big piece of that also is the security element. In other words, how Correct. do I know that Lapid's going to really keep Iran off our back? Gantz, I, you know, there's this Israeli sense of, you know, he gets it. Right. Like, he gets security uh, right. in a way that they don't necessarily trust Lapid. Fair or not fair, he doesn't have the bona fides of uh, uh, the head of the army. In a way, they both kind of represent two things that people see as quali- good qualities of Bibi. One is the security aspect, which you talked about, yep. Gantz. But secondly, the fire. The telegenic of, communicator and the. Uh, but Lapete, yeah, right. And Lapete has the A, the telegenic communicator stuff, but he also has the fire of a politician. And he, like, right. you know, I think that's what people are seeing recently in this, the last couple of months, is like in terms of astute, smart, good, like, po- like they're good at their jobs of being politicians. There's BB and then there's Lapete. And people are really starting mm-hmm. to recognize that. 
Uh, and so that's why I think Lapid and Gantz together, maybe in the future, could be a political force as they combine those two things. The question is who would lead it, and now I don't think any of them would, you right. know. Maybe Gantz okay, could be so a number two, but anyway. Who's going to do on. Bennett? And you mean I think you should as yeah. our settler. Man. Our, our labor voting settler, please. Look, I mean, the Amina party is, I, I mean, Bennett broke away to make his party to the right, more or less with Ayala Chakade sort of as a team, although he's he's now stepped up in front as the leader. But it he dabbled in the religious right-wing parties and now is sort of the leader of the, to the right of Likud, but basically secular, even though a lot of the voters are religious, that's not their identifiable party trait. And he sees they only got seven seats, and yet he could be the next prime minister of the state of Israel. So it's pretty clear what he's going for. Now, I, I'm not saying he doesn't ideologically or politically believe that Bibi is a problem and we have to get past Bibi Netanyahu. But I would say, and, and I, I, I try to say this in all due fairness, he's not a very consistent communicator. In other words, the mess we were in was that it looked like when, when the president handed it over to Lapid, Lapid said, great, I'll get Bennett to go in. If I make him prime minister, he'll take it. And then the war broke out, and Bennett said, oh, we can't do a change government. We're in the middle of a war. And then 11 days later, he's like, oh, I think we can do this now. And so and so, long-term politically, he, he, he's not necessarily carving – a clear brand that's going to make I mean, vo- voters that's, loyal that's to him. That's just the last few. I don't know that he's the plays. last few months. Don't forget, he started out in the National Religious Party. Just the last he few months. He started in the National Religious Party. Yep. Basically destroyed that, then moved out and created yep. another party that has not done so well Which didn't pass the electoral threshold in the first election. Yes. He has no base. He has no base. He has no yep. base outside of where I live in yep. the Hushan. <laughs> There's like... I, I oh, think yeah. he's playing no, checkers. There are moderate... People uh, in the Husha vote for him. I, that's probably that is one of the highest voting turnouts. There are people, people in the Renana, settlements vote for him. People in a fraud. Yeah. People in liberal national religious spaces. People, yeah, you know, right wing Dati like folks. It, um, seven seats. It's seven seats. It's not nothing. National religious. Yeah, yeah. Upper it's bourgeoisie it's national the, religious. It's the right wing upper middle class right religious. Did I say that? No. Religious. That's what I meant when I said right wing again. Religious. Traditional to religious. Yeah. 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 If this works out, he'll be the first prime minister who wears a kippah. Which I think is really cool. Um, That is cool. But but he he, – look, I I, – Yeah, Michael, sorry. I I don't think he's a strategist. I think he's a tactician. And I think that that's been holding him back. And I think it might – he might have checkered, jumped his way to being prime minister. But I don't know that that's going to get him the long-term – uh, yeah, but, you know, he's not going to be the next Netanyahu, I don't think. Right. I don't know if anyone's going to be the next Netanyahu, but once you're wearing the crown and sitting on the throne and then you're sitting there for a while, that is going to create a base that's going to create an identity, you would think. I mean, it didn't work out for Maybe. Like Ehud Omer and other people, we, but see how it rocket didn't work see how, out. You have to see how you do. You have are, to see how you do. The, it's uh, about how know. you deal with the... Like, there are, Omer was pushed out because of corruption, but also he was weak because of his failures with uh, Second Lebanon War and things like that. But, you know, for instance, Barack, he, he, second and By the way, I, just, I will just say that we do a lot of these things, right? There's, 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 and this, this has to do with the politician. Perceived perceptions um, on the short term of things like the Second Lebanese War kill politicians. But in the long term, a lot of people saying, yep. you know, the Second Lebanese War has given us the most quiet De- we've had. Right. On the, on the northern the north, border yeah. in 
You but know, it's but about the per, it's about the context. That's what I'm saying. That short term, short term political just, things, right? Uh, and that's and of course that's, that's what killed uh, Barack, second intifada. Uh, you know. that, that so did Epstein a, when he tried to make yeah, his comeback. That's true. That his friendship with uh, what's his yeah. name Epstein. Was, okay, uh, next party. No, but there's. No, I just want. I just want the. I just thought that the you, Mike's point about Bennett is an excellent t- tactician. Is he's really wiggle? He's okay. I'm, he's not going to maximize any more than the six, seven seat threshold. So how do I maximize that? And he's maximizing it. So by the way, I'm not sure he can hold it because all this flip flopping. He's uh, losing. It might not of that hold, I, but he won't. So the, he can't have another election. He won't pass the electoral threshold. I that's why I think this is. Bad. He, that's why I think this is bad for Israeli politics. When I said before, I disagree with Mike. I think it's a cynical abuse of of. Is it uh, more cynical abuse? You, of a, like you were disagreeing with no, Benji. No, in the beginning, but, but, in the beginning of the podcast, when you said oh. you think it's we were positive. No, but I, I, I don't disagree with you that it's a bad move. It's no worse than cynical. I'm the guest, so I'm going to talk. I'm. It's no. It's no more of a cynical abuse than Netanyahu, but it's a continuation of that. To me, it's a continuation of and Lapid who. No way. Absolutely. He's sitting in the prime minister's seat to get out of jail and holding us in all these elections, knowing that if he leaves, you have a stable right-wing government uh, here. I'm going to defend Alan. people can't put governments uh, together, they should resign. Lapid should be heading this government. Lapid should be heading this government. Natalie Bennett's cynical use. Lapid has been absolutely clear what he stands for. His messaging is clear. Bennett is flip-flopping everywhere to get the keys. And so I, I would argue, uh, Alan, I don't disagree with you that it's a cynical political game, and but but I, I don't think it's bad for democracy. That's my issue. In other words, I think this is part of what democratic politics is, is there are rules, the rules are laid out, you play by them, and then you're on top. Now, right. that's Didn't good, you write that in our WhatsApp group, Michael? I remember you writing that. that. It's a, yeah, this, yeah, so I did respond. These are the rules. Yeah, I, I, have, I, I still agree with you. I understand the rules, but Natali Bennett, since he's come into politics, his goal was to replace Netanyahu as a leader on the right. And he has not. Yep. He has not even created no. a base. I, so and I don't think he will. to me, this is all just ego, just like Netanyahu. He's an ego player who just wants to rule things, I, I and he's I don't manipulated so. the system in a cynical way. He's gotten lucky with it um, to, to get to where he is. And I think Lapid, uh, as opposed to Lapid, actually pretty. this is one of the most impressive things I've seen Lapid do as a politician. I think it's going to catapult yeah. him, actually, um, Absolutely. Uh, uh, in terms but, uh, of uh, popularity. I don't, but yeah. As in terms of popularity. I think Alan, though... But, but I, I just think, he's and always by the way, said, I don't think the government's going to hold because we didn't go to the rest of them. But what's going to happen when well, you have the first hold? Is it actually going to even be if, voted in? If it's in, voted we in, we don't know if it's going to be voted in. But if it will be voted in, how is it ever going to manage a crisis with Gaza with the people in this? How is it going to manage, right, so let's go, manage let's... riots in Jerusalem next Ramadan? How is it going to manage that with, with yeah, groups I, I, from, from Meretz to Yamina, from Iran to which we haven't gone through? It, it doesn't, nothing's holding it together except an anti-Netanyahu base. And to me, that's not, that's not democracy. Or so those a are the big players. Let's go for quickly. a government to pass a budget. But yeah. let's, Michael, let's move on. Let's do the quick. Yeah, let's do, do it very quickly. I, by the way, I, I'm less cynical about both BB and Bennett. But I do think they're playing the same politics games, just that Netanyahu plays chess, Bennett checkers. plays checkers, and here it happens to be that the checker but, player happened to. But we could say though that in the 
when Gantz joined BB, they were playing different games. And now no the question. other side. And now the other side. I disagree. I think Gantz no. was trying to play chess, but he doesn't know how. Or he or certainly can't no, no, play no, I, I, no. Sorry, this is me okay. being that. I, I, Gantz wanted to do, do what's best for the country, I think. And BB was like, I'm going to take advantage of this guy. Now the other side is like, okay. No. BB plays this way. We're going to play the same cynical game. And Bennett's yeah. like, oh, I was on one side. I'll jump to the other if this is good for me. Now everyone's playing the same game. So fair enough. Now let's move on. Do we want to do labor merits together? No, that's or... not cool. Okay. Go ahead, labor. You're a labor voter. That's why I shouldn't do it. Go ahead, Benji. Fair enough. Benji. Alan? Yeah. Me? Well, I actually Look, labor, disagree on the whole labor merits not doing it together because I'm not really sure how to distinguish the parties. I think they're uh, doing a similar thing. I no. think they represent the Israeli left, but they're willing no, to sit labor, in a, in a labor coalition represents, still represents with Yamina. Labor represents more of a central leftist, whereas merits, a, okay. merits represents a more of a, uh, what we would call a further left. More classic, more classic as opposed left, to left. merits is the further yeah. the furthest. Yeah. But they're both biting their liberal, tongues. Maybe. For instance, labor. They want to. Pre- they usually sit with the Haredi party, and they did for many, many, many years, right? Whereas merits and uh, and Haredi parties is much more on the line of uh, of a uh, Lapid. The Haredi will sit with labor led by a woman. No, we. I mean, they did sit with labor in the last government. Labor was part of the last government. They joined the Netanyahu government. Right, not led by a woman. But it doesn't matter. Right, correct. Forget Fair the enough. woman thing. They, they don't. The woman doesn't matter, right? The the yes, they would join a government wow. led, led by a, a, a woman. Uh, absolutely, they absolutely would. would, without yeah. a doubt. No, but the, the labor is never really gone out on the religious, anti-religious, you say, track like Meretz has As or Meritz Lieberman has. or those or, or those blocks, and and that is a distinguishing thing, I think, in terms of center. Versus further left. It is, but Lapid um, now and the center left is now the brand of the, you know, is wearing the Haredi brand of ire of the yeah. anti Semite who's violating all the Torah. Yeah. You know. So Meretz doesn't need, he's protecting them from that mm-hmm. issue. It's just that you have two parties who a lot of their agendas of what they want to change in Israel isn't doable sitting in a coalition with Yamina because their agenda issues cancel each other out, but they're willing to be in this sort of neutralized group with the right wing party because it means changing, breaking the election cycle and the Netanyahu hegemony. Right. Which is the number one issue that their voters care about yeah. Yeah. at this point, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah, I think they're delivering. They're saying we're going to have to wait on things like progressing LGBTQ plus right. issues or civil marriage right. or, or issues we that, should, we, that we fight over. We should put that out there, right? Yamina is probably is more, is certainly more liberal on LGBTQ issues than the Arab party, Ram, who insisted that yeah. Ram is right? the most religious party in this right. coalition. So, most conservative, yeah. most religious party in we the coalition. Really talk about, without we should really talk about Ram, because that is the biggest chiddish of this government. Yeah. It's an yeah, amazing chiddish. It's, uh, they're getting, Meretz is getting health ministry and... Environmental uh, protection uh, and regional getting, cooperation. Uh, by the way, labor, regional cooperation headed by Asawi Fredj, Arab uh, minister. That's pretty cool. Right. So he's now going to be communicating with other... Ministers in the Arab countries around the Middle Which East. Which is smart strategically. And, and Labor's getting, yeah. I think, transportation. And uh, Bitachon Pnim, uh, public security mm-hmm. minister. Oh, yeah. Omar well, that's huge. That's actually um, a huge change. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, no, they're, they're, 
they're in the less ideological ministries and more of the operational ministries, which was a part of trying to soften the blow of the right-wing parties joining up with the, the center and the center-left. It's also um, very good for their brand of people who entering into the era of we'll get things done, you know, whatever well, yeah, our ideological if, differences. If Merab Mikhaeli delivers in the transportation ministry, Israelis are stuck in traffic all the time. In two or three years, if we're less stuck in traffic, like, oh, they're awesome. Maybe that will yeah, impact. We'll remember. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> will remember. <laughs> hey, I'm just trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. And as someone who gets yeah. stuck in traffic, I want it to happen. Um, so let's yeah, talk about okay. Ram. Who? Good. Ram. Uh, so I think Ram, on the one hand, represents a certain By the way, we left out a Victor Lieberman. Who else didn't we do? We're, no, we're going to get there. We'll get there. Who are Ram? Okay, Ram, we're, we're 26 minutes in, yeah. Okay, so then this is just an explainer of all the parties in a future coalition. It's a nice pot. It's a good educational pot. We'll spread it out. Go for Ram it. Ram uh, changed a dynamic amongst the Arab voting electorate that they could have representation that says we want to take part in the political game. We want to deal with all sides of the political spectrum, left and right, because we see that there's a changing viewpoint within society of Arab citizens of Israel to want to integrate more into Israeli society and that they want their politicians to work on behalf of their constituencies, their communities, their schools, their infrastructure, as opposed to always talking about the Palestinian nationalistic issue, which is not necessarily something that they're giving up upon, but rather maybe we can focus on our civic issues within Israeli society and do that by playing the political game. And Mansour Abbas, the new head of the Ram Party, said, okay, I'm going to flirt with the right. I'll flirt with whoever if they can deliver the goods, kind of transforming themselves into what the Haredi parties used to be is kind of working with all sides. They left the joint list for the fourth election, and they crossed the electoral threshold, got four seats, and were negotiating with both sides and would have been ready to join a BB-led coalition if it wasn't for Smotrich's party that was totally against Arabs and their racists, uh, according to lots of people. And Ram's like, we won't sit with those racist Kahanas. So then he was stuck with, okay, I've been telling everyone I want to play in the political game. So then he starts negotiating with uh, Lapid and eventually with Bennett. And there was, it was very tense yesterday. I was following Twitter all the time. And then mm-hmm. Mansour Abbas has to go visit the council of higher stages, the Shura Council, as it's called, which is similar to what Shas and United Torah Judaism have. And they gave him essentially the heckshire. You can go into the coalition as long as you get these certain things for our community. Mm-hmm. And what people thought he was going to support a coalition from the outside, vote for the coalition but don't sit in it, or maybe abstain, he signed a coalition agreement. An Islamic mm-hmm. fundamentalist, uh, which is ideologically connected to the Muslim Brotherhood of the Greater Middle East, <laughs> signed on a coalition agreement of a Zionist government in the state of Israel, the first time Arab party that wasn't you know, a satellite party of Mapai in the 1950s has joined freaking is, Israeli has, apartheid <laughs> yeah it's such joined, a, and an it's, apartheid so country take out your and quote. it's an anti-LGBT party members yeah. of their party are polygamists uh, I mean it is not exactly what we would call I mean, what people normally one, think one, of the Arab party say is a part of the left they're not left one of their all. conditions one of their that's conditions, why I'm not worried about Israel's I mean, democracy again, one of the conditions is that no LGBTQ language should, mm-hmm. should be in the coalition correct agreement. Which is crazy because Yamina might have actually been okay with it because Naftali Bennett's quite liberal yeah. on, on what this. Is there? Yeah, he, he personally, I don't think, has a problem with it. 
the question of if he could get his party to support such no, a thing. No, why? His party is however, very, No, the Yamina party, that's how it distinguishes the yeah. Yamina party from like Smotrich and the National Religious Party, other parties, is that that's that bourgeoisie. They understand that a Western so democracy, democracy, the people need people their rights. rights. Right, it's rights. a live and let live approach versus no, it's a civil yeah, rights approach. Say advancing legislation on it's behalf. A ci- I don't. I still it's a civil let, rights approach. I still think they're more of a, you know, ask don't tell as opposed to you know pro. That's what I think. But we don't have to. Okay. It's it's still very progressive in comparison to other religious designs. Uh, I, I, w- I would say that the the Rom party. Um, I remember in their charter, in their charter, they're There's, they. Anti-Zionist, and, and, and you know, because it's occupying Palestine, so it's going to be an interesting thing. Again, now they're, they're, he addressing these things in the media. Um, uh, the Mansour Abbas, we always say Mansour Abbas, so we don't confuse him, right? Um, what you know, mm-hmm. it yeah. s- made the lots dentist. of statements that were very. Uh, you know, open, you could say, and somewhat retracting of those ideas. Now, again, he's a politician, so politicians mm-hmm. do those things. But even the politician doing those things is a remarkable thing, right? And I think your, your comparison... And that in itself, it's not, it's, it's not that one is the status quo and now this is just the fake. It's that this is an evolution. Yes. There's something different going on it's here. An and that brings change in and of itself. I think it's the acceptance of being a minority in a Jewish state. And you don't have to give up on your ideology, but we are always going to be a minority, a national minority, a national religious minority in this uh, other uh, nation's state. And so why not play the game just as, you know, in other oh, national minorities? I would. think I, I w- uh, and that's where I think the that's where I think the Kiddush is. And I think the highlight is what you said before, and I just think we, we should punch it a little bit more and highlight it. One of the big issues that the Arab communities have had as a minority in Israel is that not joining the government means they get a lot less, lot less funding, a lot less um, control of important committees. Those, those committees that sound really boring, but they're so important because they affect, they, they daily affect life. our daily life. The sewage and streets and housing committees and all those different things that really make... Recognition of places where Bedouins live and giving them official status so that they they get you know state exactly services. exactly there's been a terrible you know conflict with Bedouins and we saw that over the last conflict in the south was a lot going on mm-hmm. so this could you know playing the game as you called it which I think is right means you get more resources you get more resources you can help yep. your community and your community can grow and develop and become. Uh, you know, more integrated in some ways. Again, you don't have to give up your ideals, but more integrated in the sense of education and health and, right, um, and, and things. The Israeli and Jewish rioting that we saw during the conflict over the last month, which is obviously inexcusable, I'm not defending it, but this provides those young hooligans an alternative vision of you can play this game and be part of the story and, and carve out a better future by playing this game and, instead of... Uh, Running a muck and has a lot to do, in my humble opinion, has a lot to do with the terrible high crime and violent rate in the Arab communities. Um, right, it's much higher than in the Israeli government not doing anything. Exactly, Israeli government to, to deal right. with it. Israeli government basically not and the not giving nearly so. enough resources and things to deal with it. Now they're going to yep. now. Hopefully, that will change. Again, these are slow changes that take over time, but hopefully they're. I we'll wonder. Um, by the way, with this change, if it will influence Arab Jerusalemites to participate in municipal elections, 
They're 38% yeah. of the city. We're like, oh, look what Mansour Abbas did in the national government. Look how they've changed the uh, Arab cities in Israel yeah. proper. Maybe it's we should another actually, factor. I always we you know in arcades and we can have you know the, seats on the city you know council, arcades that or game maybe or maybe better trash removal. You drop in quarters. You know that game no. where you drop quarters right. in the arcade and then there's those moving shelves and you keep dropping in quarters and eventually they all fall. Yeah. Yes, yes. That's what this is. It's another coin dropped in to push Arabs to be more integrated. Whether this will be the tip over or not, I don't know. I don't know when you reach the tipping point, but for sure, this is another factor. I, of yeah. integration. It's like a, you know, in uh, Michael Goodman's book, Catch 67, when he says we can't solve the conflict, like the Palestinians won't give up on a right of return and, Pal- and Israelis won't ever think that even a two-state solution could be their security. So just make it smaller. So essentially what mm-hmm. we're saying is you don't have to give up on your Palestinian national identity to take part in the Zionist political game. It's in stay who you are. That's fine. We're going to stay who we are, which is also fine. But maybe that we could still work together to make our lives better, and that's that's it's okay to make th- life right. better. You're right, and that's 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 his thing on the conflict. Let's just make our lives better, even if we can't end the conflict. Okay, so we can't end the conflict within Israeli society between Arabs and Jews, but we still have to live together, and mostly that's what happened. Jerusalem is the perfect example of like, yes, we're we're in conflict. The peoples are in you know conflict with one another. They don't hang we out, do- but we live together. We drive to the same streets. We shop in the same malls. Um, it, it, it's a shared existence in Jerusalem. It's a shared existence in Israel. Uh, and let's make it better by participating and working together in the political system without erasing our identities and erasing our aspirations and our, and our goals. So. Okay, Lieberman and Yisrael Beitenu. So you... Michael, it's your turn. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's, this is exactly what he set up. He's the one who triggered the... Four Two elections in a row ago, by right? by pulling out and cr- and and pulling the 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 floor out from Bibi's ability to form a coalition. They're giving him a coalition that he can be in. He's jumping in. Yeah, but uh, interestingly enough, I think he is a lot weaker than he thought he would come out of this two years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's... Well, he thought he could have been Naftali Bennett. Exactly, Naftali Bennett, because mm-hmm. the rev- he's, he did, he's getting the finance committee uh, department, which ministry, mm-hmm. which is... Can be and the finance yeah, committee, which is which is key and critical. Um, on the other hand, you know, when we talk about the top spots, it's second tier. You know, I mean, it's just you know, just below defense, prime minister. Mm-hmm. Uh, when people look at, remember, no, you know, last time Lapid, when he joined the Dinitial government and got put in the finance yeah. ministry, he got in a lot of trouble. So, and uh, no, the mm-hmm. usually finance ministers usually exactly die. <laughs> like that got died, but like their political careers don't. BB had it. Well. He's he one of the only the ones to really improve his political situation. Well, but he probably only did because Ariel Sharon left, created Kadima, and then and it took him throw, seven years. And then he was able to win the Likud It took him seven years to come back up. Mm-hmm. He just plays. Mm-hmm. Right. No, but he did. Everyone recognizes he did do well. Right. But I don't know if that's what secured his new political fate. Uh, like, I don't know if. I, I don't know Likud. that Lieberman dreams of being. The By the way, uh, you know, I mean, the, the Haredim who are calling, we love Bibi and he's our main thing in this net. Don't forget, in that we're talking about yeah. that finance ministry in the early in the early 21st century, they hated him. He is yeah. the one who cut it all their well, money. Uh-huh. He's the one who turned off the spigots. Oh, sure. They were, so, they were out of the government when he was Exactly. So anything can happen. Anything can happen. He was an anti-Semite. Right. Anything can happen, right? Yeah. So. No, but uh, Lieberman and Saar kind of represent the same thing, which was former protégés of Bibi that soured on that relationship and ideologically and Bennett. right Bennett too yeah 
as we talked yeah. about earlier. But ideologically, they're revisionist Zionists. They easily fit in the Likud economically with regards to the conflict. But this is all happening because Lieberman's like, I hate Bibi. I can't work with this guy anymore. Like, he's just awful. And Saar thinks exactly the same thing. Shah, which is Both basically are, where they got six seats. Like, and Lieberman, doesn't, Lieberman doesn't have a problem with Bibi's corruption issues. <laughs> you know, I don't think Saar does no, either. I think Saar does. Saar is squeaky clean. Saar, it's, yeah. it's, it's, for him, it's not that he's corrupt and he's... Uh, ruining our democracy, it's that he won't let the government function because right. he's only focused on his issues. It's not the it's not the mahout, it's not the, uh, By the meaning way. of the corrupt acts. And Lieberman, too, it's not the meaning of the corrupt acts. For various reasons, they see Bibi as this obstacle to a functioning government. Let's assume that SARS six seats in New Hope are the Likudniks who peeled away because they've had it with Bibi. There was a poll this week, this week, of current Likud voters yeah. Yeah. that 50% think Bibi should step down. Right. So do you think that means Saar would have a better chance in a future election? Nah. I don't okay. think so. I think he'll go, you know, know. he'll bring know. a faction back into Likud. Yeah, very quickly. As soon as BB retires, he's going back in Likud. So very quickly, if if they've signed the coalition, why is this not a sealed deal? Why are they not the next government of the state of Israel? What are the obstacles? So basically, that, that they, after announcing to the pre- president that they have a coalition agreement, the, the agreement needs to be ratified in the government, meaning in the Knesset, the parliament. So they need to go to the parliament and they need to get at least 61 votes for the new government coalition and agreement. And then it becomes the government and then Phoebe has to leave Balfour Street and theoretically Bennett would come in. But if they don't, so then things fall apart, meaning each, each Knesset member can vote how they want pretty much. So if, if a, couple, a couple people back out of any of those parties within the party and say, I'm not going to do it, like we have in Bennett's party, Yamina, from the, from the beginning of, almost from the beginning of this, one of the Knesset members says, I'm against this and I'm not voting for it. So within his six, seven seats, he only has six um, of the Yamina party that are going to vote for it. If any of those others pull out, that goes down to a 60 government, 60 seats. If another one pulls out from any of those other parties, we're down to 59 and so forth. However, they could call from other parties, right? Now, you know, the Arab mm-hmm. Joint List Party, which is not in the coalition, said, said, well, maybe a couple of those who said maybe they will support, either from the outside or inside, who knows? I mean, those are all... So we basically have pretty rough ride if you ask me for the next week because there's going to be tremendous pressure on the right wing uh, Knesset members who uh, you know could be more than it a could week. be more than a week it could be two weeks yeah. actually it could be well it could be a week and a half I guess Monday mm-hmm. is when the Knesset again and the first ploy to try and change that it looks like it's going to fail because they're trying to replace the, the speaker of the house but they can't get the votes to that so that's not very uh, a very good sign unless for new, the joint list for new unless some of the joint list parties uh, members request it like yeah. they did right. uh, after the third election or if Nir Orbach changes his mind right. uh, he was just meeting with Naftali Bennett at his house in Renana according to Twitter as we started the podcast things are very dynamic and they're changing all the time but I think if it comes to a vote I think there will be enough votes because the joint lists will be like okay we're either going to keep BB in power or not keep BB in power based on our votes, and we can have an Arab party in the coalition. I think there'll be enough votes there. Probably Ahmed Tibi and um, his deputy, I would assume, would vote for it. Although you so, have to look at the inner politics of the Arabs. I mean, Ra- um, 
you know, is a threat to them now. You know, they thought that they wouldn't get in, right? Like when Ram, and, and they, so inner pol- they also have to, they have their own inner politics they have to think Correct, about. But, of, you, know. you know, they have to get on the right, they have to ride the right train. Yeah, and so, if they will, if they will. I mean, you're right. I'm saying they, there's those inner politics Politically, there. I'm saying yeah, yeah. if integration, so then to vote against it is just going to hurt them, I think. But I, I mean, I'm not a well, political yeah. expert. I'm just a teacher. What do I know? Well, the devil's definitely in the details, but I would say just from the 10,000 mile high, you know, aerial view that uh, that one of the first tests, if they can be a functional government, is if they can get through this thing to become yes. a government. If they can manage to massage this right. system, then that's a sign that they may actually be a functional government in the future. And if they can't do this, yeah. then they never had a shot. But I, I do think, in addition to an Arab party being in the coalition, I do think there is something inspirational, whether you think this is good or bad, of a unity government of parties with so much in disagreement being able to say, even if it's something as contentious as we, we need to oust the prime minister to get the government moving again. So even though it's a contentious issue, but the, just the fact that you have a broad, a broad ideological spectrum of parties uniting together to get things done, whatever happens, I find that a positive. Yeah. Inherently. I, I find it. I find it a. I'm, I, I'm worried about that. It is only deepening the, the rifts because again, you're talking about a six to one. If they got like 75, you know, 80 people on there saying, you know, we really got to get rid of. Uh, 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 I may be more on board with you, but the fact that we're so razor shin really shows that the, the divide in the country going down the line half and half. I mean, it's almost like. Lahavdil mean Elif Abdullah, but like you know, in America, the, the last vote between Biden and Trump was, you know, extraordinary. Mm-hmm. That this, you know, both yeah. only the popular seven, vote. If forty thousand votes vote about. different way in Arizona and Georgia, it would have been. Trump. But what I'm saying that's my point. Is that it's so split down. I, I wouldn't say there was a big difference. I'm saying that, that Trump got seventy-four million votes, right? That, that more than anybody else in history, except. Uh, or more, I don't know, whatever, Biden. Except, except Biden. Biden. So, I mean, what I'm saying, yeah. it just shows that the split in the, in the, it, it, that's happening in the democratic world, I think, is, is, is worrisome. Um, this uh, contentiousness and the, and, the, and the terrible rhetoric, I'm afraid, I'll say it here, I'm sorry, I'm afraid uh, that there's going to end up in violence again, in bad violence. And someone's going to do an act that's a terrible. I, I hope know. not. I pray to God not. But you see what's happening. The, the way people are talking about traitors and and threatening and burning people's and pictures and attacking in the street. people and attacking journalists in the last. You know, I mean, it's uh, and politicians' what? families needing security because exactly they're last night a, an Arab journalist in Arab town got his house shot up. You know, and right. it's really, I'm just so like it's it's really I, I I'm uh, you know um, by by I should say by well, other Arabs, not by happens. Jews, by other Arabs. I mean the the I'm afraid of the the discourse in the country and the fact that it's a lot of it is based on anti and hate as opposed to to positive well, language. There are so. some people that say, and I, I agree with this, that the variable has been Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. If you take that variable I out, agree. and I if he's still the opposition leader, the variable won't be gone. But if that variable is out and this government uh, successfully takes him out of politics, um, I think you could see a big change. But, you know, you look at the United States, on the one hand, people saying things are boring and it's good, but the divisions are still there even though Trump's out and Trump's, you know, he's still the main influencer of the Republican Party. And so Netanyahu will still... do have a precedent. Yeah. Netanyahu will yeah, stay yeah, the exactly. main influencer so, on the right. 
Yeah, so, I, I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree yeah. with any of those points. I'm just hoping that it's a little bit like, you know, when your car goes into a swerve, you you, you, you turn into it. That you you may have to get a focus on it. But but th- this may be the way out. In other words, yeah, okay, it's going to be more intense in the short term, but perhaps this is the way to steer out of it, of getting past that. We just fat, we That's just we just fall into our old routines of you being more hopeful and me being more more uh-huh. nervous. Yeah, but I think that's good. And and you're <laughs> you're just Benji. <laughs> you're you're the young no, but I think that's, that's valuable for listeners to get. No, but yeah. you're getting the two sides of the same. We're not even really disagreeing uh, uh, in our description of what's happening. We just it, it, we act react differently emotionally, and I think that's helpful. Um, so thank you, gentlemen. I will thank get you. this podcast out as soon thank as you. I can. Thank you, Alan. We appreciate you coming thank on you. by. Uh, you don't have to log off, but this is Alan, the Alan, you were the really Benji. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Benji, do you want to say it? Bye-bye.